Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Monday, the 18th day in September of 2023. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through, hopefully the start point of your work week. We're going to start with your phone. Your phone is where the bulk of people get SMS or text-based messages. And attackers are increasingly aware of this, and they're targeting it on account that most individuals use their phones for work-related things, even though they may or may not be supposed to. And a lot of times, your phone is not under the purview of your corporate network, meaning that attackers can engage you without triggering alarms. Even more interesting, most organizations use two-factor authentication, which pushes a code you guessed it, to your phone. And there's a software development company known as Retool, and they are saying that some of their employees, at least one, was a successful target of these SMS-based phishing or social engineering attacks. And that resulted in the disclosure of 27 of its cloud customers' data. 27 customers from Retool were compromised. If you are one of them, you will be reached out to very soon. Now, what's interesting here is that Retool was moving to Okta, which is a great identity access management tool, but Retool is saying that Google has moved some of their multi-factor authentication services to the cloud, which enabled the attack. So there seems to be some finger pointing that... Google's policies and updates have enabled criminals. So just know that if you use Google's multi-factor authentication, there may have recently been some changes to the way that the back end works on that product. And that at least according to one software development company, this could, again, facilitate criminals having an easier job of social engineering and successful penetration of your network via your employees. We're going to move from SMS to ransomware. Ransomware is responsible for some trucking delays. There is a new sort of rule in many states in the United States in which truckers, those individuals who drive trucks, long haul, short haul, their hours, how many miles they drove. This system is designed to ensure that truckers can enter the time logged, which coincides with vehicle function, to ensure that they're not driving for more than a safe amount of time. Human being cannot drive for 24 hours straight safely. And so this system is really designed to help track that to ensure overall safety on the roads in the United States. And the uh, solutions provider for this trucking and fleet management element is known as Orbcom. Now, unfortunately, Orbcom had a ransomware attack that caused outages to their ability to facilitate this kind of tracking. Now, what's interesting is that many customers of Orbcom are saying that they were afraid, their truckers were afraid to drive without logging these hours for fear of being fined, which is under the purview of the United States Federal Motor Carrier Transport Safety Administration. That's a mouthful. But the U.S. Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration did issue a waiver to truckers allowing them to log on paper at least until the 29th of September. Now, this attack began allegedly on the 6th of September, according to Orbcom. 
So if you are in the trucking business, you may have some very different ways that you're doing business over the next week to two weeks. This is caused by ransomware. And if you're the average consumer, this should be very alarming to you. Your goods, including food, toilet paper, other basic life necessities, could be delayed because truckers are afraid to drive because of a dependency on a piece of software that a ransomware operator impacted. So you may never have heard of Orbcom or understand how the trucking industry works, but a ransomware operator targeting something that you have no idea of could negatively impact your life by not being able to deliver the goods that you require for basic living. We're going to move on from ransomware to Ireland. Ireland is home of the Irish Data Protection Commission, or DPC. And the Irish DPC is finding the hugely successful social media maker TikTok. TikTok is global, and they are being fined because the uh, DPC found that adults were able to in violation of Irish laws, send direct messages to certain teenagers with no family connection to them. In other words, if you're a TikTok user underage, any old grown-up could message you under certain circumstances. Now, the platform is set up to allow familial connections to communicate with minors, which is great, but there is some very real concerns about individuals who are underage being targeted by groomers, people outside of the family, etc., that could, in theory, put those minors at risk. And so, until they fix it, and for this violation of children's privacy, which could have real-world implications, TikTok was fined £345 million. Pounds. And so that is a substantial amount of uh, financial incentive for TikTok to fix this issue and help keep all of its users safe. Meanwhile, Google, another tech giant, is also paying a boatload of money. In this case, just 93 million US dollars, so not quite as much as the TikTok fine, but this 93 million dollars is being paid by Google to settle a lawsuit in the state of California. The state of California is alleging that Google violated and misled consumer privacy and data protection laws. Google makes money by advertising to individuals based on their, you guessed it, location. Now, users can opt out of location tracking, but according to the allegations, Google still used, quote, other means, likely they just purchased the data from someone else, to determine, generally speaking, where you might be, and then send ads your way. So they weren't necessarily tracking your location directly, but they were doing it indirectly, which California says is still a violation of the law, and that when you as a Google user tell Google, please don't track me, that you're being misled because, yes, Google's not tracking you by the specific way that you thought they were, but they're still tracking you in general. Again, puts your data protection and privacy at risk. And so for these allegations, Google's agreed to settle out of court for 93 million US dollars, demonstrating that these laws that are enabled by places like Ireland and like California are having a financial impact on companies who hopefully, through these fines, 
are going to have better actions in terms of your data privacy and transparency to you and how they are collecting, if at all, data about you. That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding Monday. It's going to be a great one, so stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy, and we'll see you tomorrow. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to a former American football player, Warwick Dunn. Warwick Dunn's getting a sincere tip of the cap because recently in the state of Louisiana, he was able to deliver his 217th home to a family in need. This is done through Warwick Dunn's foundations, which look for community collaboration to fund homes for those in need. This latest local effort was conducted with the help of a high school. Then the aim was to give the family the ability to get a fresh start. Warwick Dunn says he thinks it's important to help change the community and the environment to create stability for a family that could potentially have a good, long-term, positive impact. So to you, Warwick Dunn, for your belief in humanity, for carrying on the legacy of stability and home and housing for all, a sincere tip of the cap, and please keep on humaning.